What's up, y'all? We're back with another episode. Yes, that might sound weird because Jay usually says it, but no, <laughs> I wouldn't tell it this time. What's up with you, Jay? What's good, man? Like Lamar said, we're back with another one, man. Dang it, boy, try to take my take my lunch. I take my shine. What's going on? <laughs> Dang, bro, it's been a minute. Like we like we was talking before we actually started. Like it's been a month since you want, we you actually started. You want to tell people why it's been a month my, since we? My I had technical technical difficulties with my computer wait, wait, it was wait, in but you said yeah testicle difficulties difficulties it was in the um hospital getting worked on i we back i'm gonna know lamar is trying to get too active and his computer was in the way that's his, that's what happened he don't want to tell y'all he was trying to get. I was. Here, I was here witnessing it. He was trying to get too active. Trying, you know what I'm saying? Trying, trying to talk that good talk, and you know, he just and he phoned the bag, man. That's what happened. Just, just so y'all know. He tried to say my. He tried to say my computer was the innocent bystander. And it was. It was. <laughs> We're being real. You really the villain of that story. You got to have. <laughs> Like you got me with home safe, and I'm here without. You're without right. You. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, I can't say nothing. <laughs> we back. We back, man. How you been, bro? Ah oh, man, slow boogie, man. Slow boogie. That's what the old folks be saying. Slow boogie, slow motion, man. But no, it's been good. It's been good. good, good. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like we did that little accent and. Cool. I, listen, I, re- I went back and re-listened to uh, our episode with Yorel, Yeah. and we were just kept talking about the African stuff and like the business <laughs> stuff, and my mind went straight to that episode. Good, it's been good, 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 good. But no, it's, it's, it's been all right, man, just like I said, just working, working, uh, and, and more working. That's really, that's really all, all, all I've been doing, man. Not too much of anything else. We've been having a couple holidays since I was out there. Uh, with y'all for for Halloween and and that was like our last time really recording. It's about a month ago. Um, but yeah, it's really it, man. Just been chilling around Houston and uh, trying to stay above water, man. So you know how that goes. Yeah, man. Life is kicking my ass right now, but like you know, it's just it's man. Lay it out, lay it out, man. Lay it out. What, what's going on? Well, you no, know, I mean it's just that doing. So, but that's life, man. You, all you can do is move forward. You can't dwell on it. You got to move forward. Keep pushing. That's all you can do, really. All right. So, I know the improvements and stuff I need to make is just moving forward. Yeah. So, what So what condom? Because a lot of people wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Say what, what condom? Oh, my God. This guy. Relax, relax, relax. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, because you say you just got to, you got to push push through it you know whatever you're going through but when when can when do you when you're when you're dealing with situations that you're going through right and you say you know life's kicking your butt whatever 
So when 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 you know situations where you can just push through and not worry about it, in the situations that you actually got to think and and get other people's advice for, like, does it matter? Like, is there like a certain threshold for it, or you just kind of how you are? You just gotta keep keep going and push through. So I guess you kind of misinterpret when I said push through. When I say like push through, I don't mean like I don't seek out advice or stuff. When I say push through, it's like I don't dwell on it. Like it's like it's not the end of the world type of thing. Along the way, I'm still gonna like seek out um, help and like people lean on and stuff like that and talk to you. It's not like I'm just blocking everybody out. But when I say push push through, it's like okay, I'm not about to just sit in the corner and pout about my circumstances. Yeah. That's when I when you push through. I feel that. As long as you're pushing through and and you're not letting it, you know, keep keep the monkey on your back, man. <laughs> but you. <laughs> oh snap! He said the monkey. But when I hope your real gets on gets you when he listens to this episode, he's <laughs> like, "But why are you referencing everything towards me?" <laughs> oh snap! Let's get back on. Let's get to the it. The quote of this episode is the primary cause of unhappiness is never the situ- situation, but it's your thoughts about it. Mm. And it, this is a good one because it kind of directs us in the direction of where we want to go with this episode. So I'm asking you, are you is are you the type of person that says the glass is half full or do you say it's half empty? I feel like I always say that glass is half full. I think, you know, majority of the time that's kind of how I think. I feel like even when I think, when initially my thought process is the glass is half empty, you know, when you're down on yourself or something's making you upset, like I have to like internally try to uh, adjust my perspective. Kind of like we talked about this episode, I have to adjust my perspective and say, okay, well, and one thing I was thinking about earlier when we were talking about this topic was, one way I think about it is I talk about this in many other episodes like work, man. Like, you know, work is something that obviously you do every day. We do we're at work more than we're at home, right? So, yes. uh, uh, so my thing is we wake up and say you have a, a, a negative mindset about going to going to work. That's taking up eight hours most of your day, majority of your day. You're mad because you're at work, but then. You got it. So for me, I kind of have to change my perspective because when I got out of school, when you're in school, man, you can you can skip class. You know, you can uh, you know have to go to school. You can do everything from home if you want. But now, COVID and everything, COVID uh, everything. Now, you, really, you don't have to go to class. You can just zoom in for for most classes. Uh, but now, uh, since I've been out of school, and it's like this is a consistent thing: going to work, going to work, going to work, and. Um, one way I kind of had to change my perspective was, okay, say I might not want to go to work, you know, I'm busy at work and it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm dreading going some days. But you got to think about it. Some people aren't given that privilege to go to work. Some people aren't given that privilege to make money. Like, I know some people that wouldn't be able to, able to pay bills that I have or, I mean, you look at, even looking at bills, like, okay, I don't, I don't want to pay my light bill. I don't want to pay my rent. I don't want to pay my utilities. Some people don't even have the opportunity to have an apartment or have a house to pay to pay rent or have utilities to have electricity or have utilities to have lights. So that's kind of how I look at it. You got to change perspective. Um, 
sometimes you feel like you're at the bottom of the totem pole and then you take a step back and look at it and you really, uh, you know, you're, you're towards the top. Uh, you look at, you know, the poverty rates in the United States and around the world. I mean, we live in one of the richest um, countries in the world. So what might think what we might think is bad, you go to the next country over and they will be blessed. Like they dream of having electricity. It, it correlates with like being pessimistic and optimistic. Mm. So say that again. Say that again. Like it correlates to being pessimistic and optimistic. Yes, I, sir. That we use the big words. I didn't really realize it until I actually thought about it. I was like, dang, they really. That's basically what the I guess what the um quote or whatever you want to call it uh correlates to. So like when me thinking like that, I realize I'm both that the glass is half empty, the glass is half full. I'm positive or I'm thinking positive, like, okay, yeah, the glass is half full, like, I'm get there, blah, blah, blah. But then in other scenarios, it's like, the glass is half empty, like, I'm losing time or I'm time type of thing. So for me, I see that as, like, it really, the situation that I'm in or going through kind of dictates um, the way I look at it, like, if the glass is half full or half empty. But just yourself, but when you're, like, dealing with other people. So if it's just yourself, you've got to be like, um, yes, I want to go to work, blah, 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 but then you got to look at the other side, like, dang, it's really not nobody, like, other people that may not be in my shoes that want to be in my shoes, mm-hmm. and then, like, always with other people, like, if y'all have a disagreement, you have to look at it, like, I feel this way, but so I feel like I'm both, like, the half full, half empty type of person. Yeah, I mean, like, say it's so but you gotta be, you can be either one or you can be both, like you said. But as long as you have that, I don't know, that that mindset that you're not gonna let it, you know, bring you down, even though it might not be half full. Don't let that half empty mindset, you know, cause you to hold momentum to to be stopped because it's not as good as you want it to be. You know, you know what I'm saying? But that half empty mindset is also good too, though, because like it keep you on your toes in some like circumstances. Because if you being oh the glass half full you, you're blind to like the glass is you're blind to the glass emptying or draining i guess you're, you can you don't really see that because you okay yeah the glass is good I'm, I'm gonna fill it up but if you still like if you think on the other side like the glass is almost empty like now you're like okay what well, i gotta do uh how much money i need to make or what i gotta do differently what i gotta what job i gotta get uh, who i gotta talk to blah 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 this now the third you guys then you got to start putting moves in place. When, when the glasses have empty, you kind of have to have that mindset. Of, you, have to, you have to be wired in a way to say that. Because I see what you're saying. You're saying that when the glasses have empty, it kind of puts a fire under you to, okay, I got to start working because the glass, because it's, it's almost empty. I got to keep working because if not, it's going to be completely empty. But if you're not wired, if you're not wired like that, you're just going to say, oh, well, glasses have empty. Why try? You know what I mean? Like it's already it's already half empty. It's not half full. It's half empty. So why try? Why try harder? Like why why even try? Because it's already empty pretty much. But if you're not wired, think that the opposite to change your perspective. Then then I think those type of people have to primarily think glasses have that the glasses have um have full. Yeah, I get that. Like it's it's kind of well, it's like saying in a sense that. They need to think 
they'll think the glass has full, they're gonna like they need that that positive thinking. Then if they didn't have that positive thinking, they wouldn't know how to handle it. If they had to think like the glass is half empty type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just I think it just depends on the person. Like what what drives you? Does it drive you to know that what you're doing is working and the glass is half full and that motivates you to keep going? Or are you a person that's wired that when you when you think that you're almost done and you, like you're you're on the you're on the ends out and uh, you see the glass almost empty, you're like, okay, I got I gotta keep working now. Cause now that you say that, maybe I am both as well because I was kind of talking to my coworker about this, but like when it com- comes back to coaching, right? It's not the same concept, but it's similar. It's similar. They kind of correlate. Cause me, I never liked really nice coaches, right? I like coaches that I don't like coaches that sugarcoat things. Like if I had a coach that always told me I'm doing good, I'm doing this, I'm doing this right. Okay, yeah, I accept it, but. I want to know what I'm doing wrong. Like if you tell me what I'm doing right, I know if I was doing everything right, I'd be in the NBA, right? Like, cause I, that means I was doing nothing wrong. I like coaches that have told me what I'm doing wrong and stayed on me, cause I know okay, I constantly have to improve, cause I know I would be complacent if everything you told me was was positive. So coming back, so coming back to that, that's kind of the same concept as um, as that same. That's kind of the same concept as um, the glass being half empty. Because when, when you look at it that way, it's like, okay, well, if he's telling me I'm doing something right, the glass has full. But if he's telling me I'm doing something wrong, then the glass has empty. Like, I, I got to keep going. I, I got to keep, I got to start working harder. I, I got to start doing something to where um, they can get me to the point to where the glass is now half full. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, I know there's a lot of times where, um, and other, other situations too. I mean, it, it comes to like work as well. So with the work, it's the same thing. I love great feedback from my boss. I love great hearing great things. I'm doing my work right. But like I said, if, if I was doing everything right and doing, and I couldn't do nothing wrong, then now I would be the boss, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I love. That's when it comes back to constructive criticism. You gotta know how to take the criticism. Um. You gotta know how to take take the criticism and not think of it as a negative way. Think of it, think of it as um, think of think of it as something that you can improve on to make yourself better. Don't think think of it as somebody getting on you and telling you you're doing something wrong. Think think of it as this person cares enough for me in this sense that they want me to be better. So that's a positive thing. It's, it's a positive thing to have people like that in your life. It's a positive thing to have people that. Um, they they want to see the best in you, and they want you to be the best that you can be. So in that, it's gonna they're, they're gonna um, they're gonna tell you things that that can help you get to that point, even even though it might come off as negative. We've talked about this before, and we've talked about when you, when you have your circle, your village that I like to call it that you kind of you kind of laughed about when when you have your village and your people that you really really trust, and you trust their feedback. Um, it it, it kind of helps your situation. You don't want yes men around you. You don't want people that whatever you do, right or wrong, they're gonna tell you that it's right. Because if you have people like that in your life, one thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna be constantly doing things, and you're gonna think, oh well, they're not telling me I'm doing it wrong. Like my peers, the people that I trust the most in my life, so you think, are telling you 
Yeah, yeah, man, keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. And you're automatically you're gonna think, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. But if you have those people that y'all already know, that no matter what you tell them, y'all gonna be cool because it's it's from their heart. Those are the people that you need to keep around in your village. Those are the people that you need to keep around in your circle. Because without that, you, you're really, for me personally, I'll be complacent in my life. I need people to tell me, hey, Jay, look, you're not doing what you need to be doing. You need to be doing this. And obviously, you know, being your own person, you have to kind of adjust to that and say, okay, I hear what they're saying. One, is it constructive criticism or two, are they just bashing me? Because this, I mean, you kind of have there's a, th- a fine line between, you know, constructive criticism and then people that just hate on you, just saying, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? But it's up to you to know how to, like, adjust or see through that and understand. And it's, it takes a bit of maturity, too, to see through that, um, okay, they don't want to see the best in me or, okay, this person is just, is just you know, being rude and, and they're just telling me something that I, that I don't want to that I don't want to hear uh, because it's not going to make me better. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a fine line between those two. Uh, but like I say, it all comes back to changing your mindset and changing your perspective. Yeah, like I was saying, it just it just comes back to changing your perspective. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's different than, or I, I guess more so, it's the same as looking at, um, looking at it as, as your job. Now, you, you, don't want, you don't want your boss to always giving you positive feedback. Um, so... Because it, it, like I said, kind of uh, tying it back to basketball. If your boss is always giving you, if someone's always giving you at, at work, giving you positive feedback, then you should be the boss because you're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing that you can improve on. Um, but if you if you bring it back to your boss is you know giving you constructive criticism, that's what it is. It's not somebody telling you you're doing wrong, but it's just somebody that's gen- that generally sees the best in you and they generally want to see you prevail. And they're giving you criticism that can help you be a better person, be a better worker. Um, so, like I said, it just comes back to changing your mindset and, and seeing that, okay, this person isn't being a hater. Or they aren't just telling me, oh, you're doing this wrong. They're saying, hey, this is what you need to work on. Uh, and like I said, you need, a, you need people like that to be in your circle, people like that to be in your village for you to, to not be complacent and to get where you want to be. All right, so let me, like, flip the script a little bit so but what if i their coach like you said you want your coach telling you what you're doing wrong blah 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 what if you weren't doing nothing wrong and like say say you're the best player you can be but like we have that mindset we want to be better and better but say you you reached your peak you can't go better than that you reached your peak so your coach but you had a good you peaked at a good place like you're good and your coach so your coach only, only gonna tell you good stuff but isn't it's like there's nothing he can tell you you can work on because you you're you're 100 all the way across the board, but you want to still be better. So then how would you go about that? Like, he's not telling you nothing negative or nothing, like, constructive because he already sees that it's nowhere higher you can go because you already reached that max. Then how would you go about that situation? Well, first off, I would say that it's how I look at life. It's really, 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 really hard, I think, to know when you reach your peak. Because um, I, I, think, I think your mind – is so much stronger than everything in our body. It tells you sometimes that you can't go no more. It tells you sometimes that this is as much as you can do. Um, oh, I will say, unless it, there's like some type of uh, grading to it, like say you're in class and you're making all hundreds, 
okay, you're doing the best you can. You can't go no higher than 100. I'm talking about like physically and mentally. It's really hard to, for me, I think that to reach your peak. First thing about it, have you ever been at the rec? And you've been playing like 15 games and you're literally like, I can't go no more. And somebody like, all right, one more. Like, dang, all right, bet, I'm playing one more. Or think about it like as your brain. They, they say we only use like half of our brain or like three fourths of our brain or something like that. Um, you think we're thinking as much as we can, doing as much as we can. We're really not because we're not even using our whole brain. Um, and there, I mean, I've read things and, you know, when you open up different parts of your brain and um, you're, you're thinking about different things. But still, I don't think that anybody is able to use their their full brain. Um, but but you know, it, I'm saying, like, hypothetically speaking, you reach like. But how, but how, but how do you but how do you know? How do you know though? It's a hypothetical question. Like it's a hypothetical. Like, but you like, can't be hypothetical like that because like. Yeah, yes, you can. Cause, 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 I feel like you're working and you're doing things. Cause it's it's about perspective. But I'm saying for this just hypothetical scenario, you reach your max. Okay. And and but I guess you don't know. Well, okay, you reach your max, and you know you reach your max. But you're still trying to push through that threshold, but you're not seeing no change because you reached your max. But your coach is telling you telling you none of the positive stuff, but you still want to like go through that threshold, which you can't go through it. How would you react to your coach? Just only giving you positive like so, feedback and stuff. It's disruptive criticism. Yeah, so I, I would say that it comes back to perspective. I would say that um, in your mind, you can say since I was little. I imagine myself being this type of player and I have reached that goal and I'm 100% that player. But then say your coach comes in and says, hey, you're a great player. You're the best you can be right now. But if you did some of this stuff different, then you can go to the next level. But if you keep the same way you are, like you said, you're, if you're fine with being playing in high school and you reach that optimal high school player, then boom, you're – that that's what you are and you're the best player that you think you can be but if you look at it as to what your coach is thinking about it's like okay well i'm the best player i can be what about can i be the play, best player that they think i can be based on what they can do and it might be something that you know if you, you say if, if i play if my playing style is how my coach wants it is lower than what i thought i was but he's seeing he's seeing it from a different perspective you ever see it from their perspective that's how, that's how i see it um you just have to say Bro, you you said what? Like I'm saying, you still, you still. <laughs> it's a hypothetical question. Anything goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling like, you how you I, say, I, I'm answering how 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 I look at it is I would to answer your question. How I look at it is I would say okay, I'm the best player I can be. I'll let me take his criticism and be the best player that he thinks that they think that they think I can be. That's all. That's all I look at. I would take their criticism. But what if what if the the best player he thinks you can be, like his bar is lower than the bar you set for yourself. I know that's 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 what I just said. Well, so yeah, so you couldn't. I would, I, would, I would look at it from I would look at it from their perspective. I already but yeah, but, I already know I can do what I can do. But let me incorporate yeah, but, these things that they're that they're saying I can do. No, but his bar is lower than your bar. So if you want to be the best player, he thinks that, that, that's that's from, that's from your perspective though. No, no, it's a hypothetical question, though. Okay, okay, keep going. His bar is lower, like, 
he his bar that he set for you in his mind already before he was coaching you well before like you reached your peak and you're you like you said okay you said the bar is 100 he set the bar for you 50 at 50 but his the 50 is 100 to him so once you passed his bar because you kept pushing yourself then he was like dang it was nothing else he can do for you because he saw his 100 was the same as your 100 so then in that scenario, how could you like how would you react to your coach only giving you positive feedback? Okay. From okay, from that perspective, then that that's all you mean. There's nothing why would you take another feedback in that sense? I understand what you're saying. But I thought you I thought you were seeing it from the opposite. That I mean, what you're saying it makes sense though. Like why would somebody if you're at the best you can be, why would somebody say, Hey, you should it should be a little a little worse than than No, 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 no. That's that's what, that's what you're saying. Well, I know, but I was looking at, at the after fact, but you're looking at, at the before fact, saying that hey, yeah, before he saw that you made it to where you were, he yeah. assumed that you make it this far, and then you proved him wrong, type of thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree with you in that sense. But what I was saying was, what you were making at first, from how I was trying to say, didn't make sense because I was like, well, if I'm if I'm that high already, why would somebody say, oh, let's come down to 90, 95. You're at 100. Let's come down to 95. Doesn't make any sense, but what you're saying is they they, they projected they projected they projected 95 for you and you made it to 100. So all they can say is great job. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing else he can do but give yeah. you just positive stuff. He can't really give you criticism and work on because you already overdid it type of thing. Yeah, but I feel I I am a firm believer that there's always things you can work on. I've I've I don't think anybody is, is perfect. I thought there's always something you can work on. So is that that's kind of like having that's like overachiever uh, mindset. No, I don't think it's over. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I, that's, I feel like overachieving mindset is also something that has a, a negative connotation to it. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Overachieving can be a good thing. I mean, I think the point of life should be to overachieve. You shouldn't just want to achieve. So it's really. I, we really chose a good topic for this episode because literally everything we're saying is really about perspective. Like you can see both sides of it. Like you, like you just said, here some people see it as a bad thing, but like you said, you see it as like a good thing. Like you want to overachieve. So yeah, this but, actually, but yeah, my bad for cutting y'all. It's just popped in my head. Yeah, no, because like I'm saying, that's like waking up out of bed and be like, hmm, man, oh man, I want to be average today. Like I, I just, I, just, I don't want to overachieve. I just want to achieve today. Like. I don't do nothing out of the ordinary. But like, who really gets up and do that? You you get up and say you want to be the best. Don't we in these, in these episodes we always say every day you should improve. Every day should be the best you should be, ideally. Um, so I'm something that my boss told like tells us all the time. Well, not all the time, but like he told us a couple times. He was like, if you improve one percent each day, you you that's good enough because every day you improving versus not improving at all is like okay you're not gonna see no change but if one if you improve one percent the next day the next day the next day eventually that one percent is going to turn into two percent then it's gonna be three percent so on and so forth then boom you got a hundred so if you just level up just a little bit it can be anything like every day you yeah. make an improvement yeah and on top of that so overachieving was your question that was just part of it i wanted to make that comment that it has a negative connotation to it but to answer your question, um, say you achieved. When I say that there's always stuff to work on, it's not meaning that you have to overachieve. 
necessarily can, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, say you have, remember we talked about having different goals in different aspects of your life? So, uh, say you achieved... So, you're okay, so, so it's time to move on. You said what? Like, you achieved one goal, so now, like, overachieving really when it comes to, like, your goals and, your, like, where you want to be in life is, like, you yeah. achieve one goal, so now it's time to move on to a different goal. Exactly. Or different aspects of your life. Say you can be achieving go different goals in different aspects of your life at the same time. I mean, you said, I think when we do these episodes a couple months ago, you were saying one of your goals was to read more. Um, yeah. And another goal was to, you know, go to the gym more. Or another goal was to have your, have your, have your, um, your, 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 your what's, what, what do you call it? Your, your sticky notes on your. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so well, it's kind of so, like contradicting. Now that so, she said it, like, so I stopped working out, but I did, like, I just finished a list today of, like, it's, like, so far 10 books on there that I'm going to try to buy or find. Yeah, but my, so, my thing, my thing wasn't, my, it wasn't directed at you, but I was just saying that you can achieve all those goals at the same time, and, you know, like, you're not, uh, like, you're not maxing out at, at one thing, you're doing different things, so it's not just like, oh, I'm overachieving at one thing. You can achieve that. When I say you, you never, uh, can, you don't have to ever stop getting better. Is that okay? Well, you achieve one goal, you don't have to stop there. Okay, you, you can go achieve this other goal. Um, cause like, I mean, didn't, didn't you max out your your sticky notes on your on your thing? Yeah, I was literally about to start thinking about just putting them on my wall, low key. Yeah, I, mean, but I was oh, just putting them on. My- yeah, so you so you you you're at the optimal limit for for that area that you're at right now. So actually, it makes plenty of sense. You thought you were at the optimal level, meet, meet, meeting 100% of your goal, and you literally just said, "Okay, well, actually, I got more space on my walls. I can go, I can go bigger and better." Yeah. That that that's literally what we're talking about now. Change change your perspective. If you if you think about being in a small hole, in a, in a small circle. And that, that's where you're going to stay. You're going to stay in a small circle. But you just realize that your circle is bigger than that. And you're getting outside of the circle. And you're going to put it all over your walls now. That's literally 100% what we talked about in this episode. It's changing your perspective from that little, your closet, and saying, you know, I don't live in a closet. Like, I live in a room. So you can put those stigmas all over your room now. And make, I mean, yeah. it's full circle. And then, yeah, like, like you said, like it started at a closet and then it goes to a room. But, like, say, for instance, you live by yourself. So, one, you can upgrade from your room into your house. So, like, it's, it's always means to, like, to grow and get out of that circle type of thing. But let me, let's kind of change this a little bit because we're talking, like, more so personal and, like, internal. So, now, like, let me ask about how you see perspective playing a part when you're dealing with other people. Like, um, when you're, like, dealing with somebody else or you have an altercation with somebody, are you considering their side? Or is it I'm only doing what Jay wants to do or thinking how Jay wants to think? You have to be mature enough to say, okay, I, I hear what that person is saying. And I understand how I feel about the situation. Which one is going to be best for me? Cause sometimes what what you think isn't always gonna be right. Like, like I said, one person isn't perfect. What what they're saying is always gonna be 100% the right thing to say. And what other people and what other people say 
isn't always going to be the best for you. I mean, you know what's best for you, right? But you know, you have other people that have been through different things, done different things, have different you know trials and tribulations, trials and tribulations in their life that they might say, okay, well, you might know what's best for you, but I've been through this situation before, and I can help you. Uh, I, I can help you get get to where you want to be, or I can help you through it because I've done it before. Uh, it's like in school. It's like you're studying, you're studying, you're studying for a test, and um, you know you, you're, try, you're trying to do the best you can, and you think you are, but you have somebody that maybe be a tutor or something or a professor, and like I understand you're doing your best, but this is how you should look at these problems, or this is how you should look at these these test answers, uh, because I've done it before. Like I've been through the class, I've done it before. So I'd like to say you just have to be mature to say. Um, you have to be mature to say, okay, well, am I, am I, is what I'm thinking is best for me, or is is what somebody else is saying gen- generally what was best for me? But I don't know when you're dealing with other people, it's more things like you said. It, you have to be mature, but at the same time, you have to be mature enough to understand that when dealing with somebody else, it's more like angles that come through to it. Like people have different emotions, different thought process like everybody I, like, like i said in the episode before i think it was with uh camo i said that you have to understand not everybody gonna think like you like that's a big thing so like you have to think remember that not everybody thinks the same emotions play a big part and stuff like and like the place people other people are in you have to consider that so like say for instance you saying you talk to somebody else and he's mad he or she are mad so i you got to whatever you tell them or what the perspective you're giving them is not going to matter to them because they're mad. It's like, no, I'm I'm stuck on the way I'm thinking about it. They're not going to see your side of it because they got all these emotions and stuff going through their head. That's blocking them from actually consider what's going on on the other side. No, I mean, I, I totally agree. That's kind of how you got to be mature to see both sides. I mean, you have to really sit down and, and assess your surrounding and say, like you said, you have to realize this person is mad. They might not be thinking clearly. They might be thinking, you know, not with their mind, but just with emotions. And it's up, it's up to you to understand, or I guess it's up to you to learn how to understand, um, how to deal with people like that, and, and and understand those situations. Because that that is one thing a lot of people do act out of. Uh, a lot of people do act out of emotions. Uh, they don't really see black and white. Uh, they, they see black and white. They don't really see gray, the gray area. They don't really. They're too angry to even think about all the person's opinion because what they say is right. And honestly, I don't like dealing with people like that because I mean, they're hard-headed. I mean, you, you can't really do nothing across them because when 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 they, when they think like that, they see red. Whatever they say is right. Whatever they say goes, and if not, it's a no-go. But, like, we can't downplay them because I know me personally, like, when I'm in those moods where, like, I might be mad or something kind of happened that kind of pissed me off or something, if you tell me something, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Like, leave me alone. Or, nah, I'm what I said. That's what I said. I'm standing on that and stuff like that. So, it's really, you can't really downplay that because it's, it's multiple times where, like, we, us as human, been in that same situation. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Go ahead. Some people do it, or some people are capable of doing it. I feel like everybody had that moment where it's like, nah, forget what you said. I don't care. We 
I said what I said, and I'm standing on it type of thing. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not talking down, or it's good for people even when they think like that. Because I actually, I, I'm gonna be the first one to admit it. I'm like that too. But I'm still, yeah. I still, I'm, yes, people do it. Just because people do it doesn't mean it's right. Just because I do it myself doesn't mean it's right. I still think in those situations, you, sh- you should still be able to have the mental clarity to say, even though I'm mad, I need to hear what these people are saying. Even though I'm mad, I need to think, put my emotions down and think logically. Just because you're mad, just because you're mad, is giving me an excuse to to just you know be rude or or just say whatever I say goes. Because um, it comes back to in a real life in a real life situation. If, if you're at work or something and, and you're mad about something and you don't want them, nothing to go right, say you say you're going against your boss. Your boss gonna fire you. They don't care what you think, right? They they don't they don't care that you want to do it your way. If you don't do something that meets that 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 fits their policy and fits how they want to do things, you're, you're gone. Uh, so I, like I said, it just comes back to you uh, just being mature enough to, to see both sides. And just because you're mad and you're, you want to pout about it, that don't mean that you're, you're right. And that don't mean that it's right to do that. All right. Yeah, you made a good point, like referring to the workplace. Because like, yeah, in the workplace, you have to have a clear mind and like be able to see both sides of everything because like you'll, you can like lose your job if you don't but i was thinking like outside of the workplace where say for instance you do blow up on somebody like i don't care what you think what you like i say what i say i stand on it blah 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 that's where the maturity come in to like come back later on and like apologize and actually have that conversation again because you realize you were in the wrong and you haven't, you know, now you're in a clear headspace, so now you can actually like talk about those things. Yeah, everything is driving us back to perspective, man. It's all about changing perspective. I feel like that's one of the strongest life skills that you can have. I've, I've always yeah. thought that. All right, if you're able to see both, like if you can actually analyze a situation, and that goes like to say, like, see both sides of it, consider everything that could have happened or could have played a factor then I feel like those type of people actually are my very, like actually like intelligent people. Cause yeah. on one side about it, they consider all the, they have to gather all the facts, get both sides of the story. Like it's a lot of stuff you have to consider when dealing with situations and people, you can't just take one thing and run with it. You gotta actually analyze everything. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, when I was in, uh, before I transferred to A&M, when I was at my other school, I took a sociology and a psychology class. And it's very interesting to, to study people and to realize, not realize, but study why humans do what they do. Like, why are we emotional? Uh, like, why do we lash out? Um, like, why are we attracted to certain things? Why do certain things turn us off? Um I mean, that's, that stuff is super interesting to read about and to learn about because even though we all we all are different, we, we're all humans. We're all human beings from the same race. So we're, we're, all, we're all wired the same way when it comes to certain things. And it's just, it's just interesting uh, thing, thing to think about and, and things why we do certain things, man. Um, those classes were... It's, it's just crazy. Like when they use like the the, the rats to do certain, um, uh, I don't know, 
scientific scientific studies and stuff. It's just it's just weird because they have the same mindset, like the herd mentality that that we do, you know. Um, okay. But yeah. So like I know some kind of like similar to that. It might sound like, I guess kind of stupid or childish or something, but it's kind of like I guess it's kind of low key kind of like the little um Karate Kid, the well the black version of Karate Kid, where. <laughs> <laughs> where you, it was like that one scene where the lady was like they were like on top of the little mountain and like the snake was mimicking her you seen that remember that scene yeah it's like she was controlling the snake with her own movements and like people know snakes to be like vicious and attack and stuff like that like you don't really see people just fooling around with a snake but this lady like was calm and like, like gathered, and the snake was copying her movements, not her copying snake movements. The snake was copying her movements. But now, when you were talking about like the way, like animals and like rats and stuff are wired, are is like kind of similar in a sense. And like it brought me to that uh, scene in the movie, which was like very crazy. No. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's all back to how, how, how you see things and, and why why we see things and why we do certain things and why we act certain ways. I feel like once you understand like why you do things, why people do things, it's going to be easy for you to change your perspective because you can start understanding. Um, so they're just understanding yourself. You can start understanding other people and saying, okay, well, you're telling me this and I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand where they're coming from. Now let me, let me think about it and see if it's if uh, it's something that I want to be on board with, and because I mean I'm, I feel like we've changed we've changed our perspectives on this episode. I feel like you have said things that I didn't necessarily agree with, and then you explained it, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like wh- what were we talking about earlier? Um, we were talking about the the reaching your your top potential, and we were just going back and forth with it. But once you explained to me, it was a miscommunication. Once you explained to me what you were thinking. And I processed it, and I was like, okay, I understand what you're saying. This is what I'm saying. We had pretty much agreed on it, or we agreed that we understood what each other was saying, at least. But we both have a common understanding. I mean, you, like we say all the time, we basically the same person, so we have a common understanding of each other. But yeah. think if you're talking to somebody that's completely different from you, then what? That's where the maturity really come in to understand yeah. that oh, this person not like me, or we don't think the same. So now it's like, I got to do a little bit, I want to say do a little bit more, but I have to be more, like, open. Yeah. Uh, whatever situation. Like, I, I, ch- I challenge you, bro, and challenge everybody listening to this episode to to find find somebody or find a friend that you you agree to disagree with. Agreeing to disagree is really one of the hardest things that people that for like us humans I feel like to do uh, because yeah you always want your point to be the main yeah either we always want to agree with somebody or you always want to disagree with somebody but it's never like okay I I hear what you're saying and I disagree and we're okay it's always like I we disagree and we gotta split split ways and never talk to each other again because we don't have the same mindset I have people I have people I have friends that. We literally talk about topics that we don't agree about, and that has helped me say, okay, even though I don't agree with this person, we can still be friends or have that type of relationship to where we're fine, 
even though we don't agree on certain topics. So I, I, I challenge you and other people that listen to this episode to find somebody that, that I'm not talking about like one situation. I'm talking about like multiple situations, maybe even their whole lifestyle. I'm talking about even like say you're a Christian and go find a friend or somebody that's an atheist or something and understand why you don't believe in certain things, but don't bash them for not agreeing with with, with how you live your life and understand you don't have to agree with how they live their life, but understand where they're coming from and hear them out. And then y'all can go, y'all, y'all don't have to go separate. Y'all can still, you know, keep that relationship going. Hey, that's some good. Hey, that's some good stuff there, son. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I've, I've been working this for a minute, man. Trying to change my mindset, bro. It it makes life a whole lot easier because you don't. I feel like you don't beat yourself up all the time. You can say, okay, I don't agree with this person. That's fine. Instead of saying, I don't agree with this person. I'm mad. I don't want to talk to them no more. It's the, you don't. It don't have to be like that. It's okay to disagree with somebody. Cause you yeah. all be cool. You you still live your life. It's okay, man. You don't have to fight somebody because y'all don't agree about something. Like I said, like not everybody's gonna think like you. Not everybody does. Right, I, feel like, I feel like I'm a hard person to understand. I do. I really do. Yeah, cause you're goofy. I mean that too. I mean I'm I'm I know I'm goofy. All, all no, 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 no. I didn't say you're goofy. I said you are a goofy. It's a difference. Okay. No, you know better than that, bro. It's a noun. It's a noun, not an adjective. It's relax, a noun. You, relax. You 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 know better than that. But no, man, I, it's, like I say, it's just some people might think what I'm saying is weird, but I honestly think that it creates an easier, not easier life, but it's a life that we can actually, and I'm saying, I'm not saying I'm the best at it, I'm just saying it's something that I've consciously thought about. I've taken classes, like school, and, and thought about, you know, changing my mindset uh, because I didn't, I don't like being, I don't like holding grudges and being angry and not wanting to talk to people. So that's one way it's helped me is just changing my mindset and thinking and trying at least trying to think differently. Yeah, that's some good stuff, man. So, wait, wait, wait. Can I say one more thing? One more thing? One more thing? Go, go ahead. Go ahead and say it. What you guys saying? Go ahead and say it. One, one thing that we, I think we talked about maybe in, in the last season or this season was um, what that changing mindset kind of goes hand in hand with is I feel like I've talked to people in the past like in an actual relationship where they want to they want to argue right mm-hmm. like they want to argue me and they want to go back and forth well my thing is i feel like i've gotten bashed for or got people got angry at me for saying i hear you when they're trying to argue me i hear you well, i'm not listening no, no i hear you and i either disagree and I, and I disagree with you or i hear you and i and i agree with you and that's it and i shame i shame my respect because i'm saying i'm not about to argue with you i hear you i i, I understand your perspective on the situation like, I understand I might have hurt you. I understand that what I what I've what I, what I might have done has made you mad. I understand that, and I, I'm sorry. I understand it. But they, in their mindset, they're saying, "Oh, that this that this someone I don't like, I'm mad. That's arguing." And I feel like I've gotten bashed for that. So I just say that's another way people can. Well, I try to like change my mindset, and I feel like when I say I'm hard to understand sometimes, that's one way that I've been like misunderstood. But that's just something that came off my head that was well, it's a good thing for people to work on. Okay, before we end this though, I wanna circle back and touch on what you're saying. Oh, uh, you said um like being aware of like yourself and stuff like that. Like 
having that awareness and understanding, like, being aware, like, self-awareness and perspective, when you actually, like, work on that and get good and better at it, mm-hmm. you will start to see growth in yourself. Like, oh, sure. I know me personally, like, when I was more aware of, like, my actions and, like, the way I would feel, like, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling happy and stuff like that, I'm I'm aware of what caused those, like, triggers. Yeah. Once you get aware, like, once you understand that and you get aware of it, you really start seeing growth because then you know how to, like, to fix the problem or to, like, enjoy the happiness because you know where it's coming from. So I would say, like, having that, and then, like, understanding the perspective, different perspectives, instead of just yours, understanding every perspective in a situation, you will really start to see, like, growth and improvement within yourself. Mm. But I that's, I went into on that, since you had one last thing to say, I had to be the one to bring it home. Well, cool, man. Cool. See, I, I I I understand your perspective. You don't have the last word, and I, I I accept it, man. I accept it. Anyways, I was, I like this one, man. I I, I, I can't talk. Hey, we've been gone for a while, so we had we had, we had, we had, had a banger, right? We, we had, had a banger. We had to start back strong. Oh, man, now this was this is good, cause like like I told you, I was like when I was actually, but what can we talk about on this one? Like, what's something we haven't actually really just like hit on and like this crossed my mind because like we've been doing episodes just me and you having guests and we all like say our perspective but we never really like speak on how we see their perspective on it versus ours and stuff like that so i was like we gotta kind of do an episode sending around perspective perspectives but yeah this was a good one man for sure man for sure in the meantime man hey what you finna do, man? Hey, we gonna get active, man. Exactly. And we need, bro. I'm like, well, we need one of those little uh sound boards or something. Like, at least some like applause right at this moment, like. Yeah, we yeah applause. Yeah, we need yeah we need one of those boards where we can just make those random sounds with it. That's nice. If y'all wanna donate to the uh, Let's Get Active uh, GoFundMe. We're taking donations, man, for us for some extra gear. We trying to help y'all, man. <laughs> But yeah. well, until until next time, man. Uh, yeah, see y'all yeah. next episode. Boys, what you gonna do?